I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism, they suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. The seduction of self-absorption. When I say to someone, you're so self-absorbed, I'm not really giving them a compliment, am I? I probably also mean they are self-centered, selfish, egotistical, and I'm sure their behavior is one of not caring for anything or anyone except themselves. 
no thought for others feelings basically not much chance of being called friendly most people would say that being so utterly self focused is actually unethical even though i wouldn't go so far but i feel that these obsessive tendencies lead to many other emotional issues such as anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorders uh, even phobias of different types so i want to bring your attention to the reason why self absorption may end up as something more alarming like you guessed it narcissism yes narcissism that has the power of seduction because it is an intense self flattery that pleases the ego but for a short while only the person feels a grandiosity of the personality and feels an entitlement towards others it doesn't last though for the underlying reasons for the narcissistic behavior is actually a feeling of lack like something is missing this is accompanied by you know overthinking like ruminating and intense self talk that is filled with being unworthy you know putting yourself down in your self talk for example why am i not making enough money or i am confused about what to do to get the desired results in my life or my life is so tough and that is why this feeling of lack produces the excessive and exaggerated reasons for the cover up and eventually this negative energy becomes the cause of depression the person's focus is on the now not yesterday not tomorrow just ego all the way me 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 my problem my ailment my life my 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 this self pity leads to depression of course and becomes a habit it then seduces us to stay in the negative space actually creating and sustaining this state why do i call this seductive because self absorption can be quite a trap and it's quite confusing honestly people often say i need to be self focused it's necessary for me because it's good for my self development you know i think they feel they need to dwell on their needs on their desires on their problems they need to overthink them to get better but they overlook the fact that there's also a whole world out there that makes up this universe i do agree that up to a point the self absorption delivers results but only up to a point it doesn't if you want to develop in expansive directions socially financially intellectually then we need a greater balance between inner and outer focus 
As the focus of this podcast is to find the win, let's see where we can find the positive in self-absorption. Let's take the example of a new business you're starting. Your attention is completely absorbed in what you can do, of course, and what you want to create and what you are willing to offer. But maybe it's not working. So you become even more self-focused. You tell yourself, I need to work harder. I need to improve productivity. I need to learn sales and marketing strategies. But the real issues are in listening and caring enough about what others, like your buyers, what they need and want. If you want to engage in a larger flow of success and social energy, you need to lean towards caring about actual human beings. Beyond yourself. Then you will start to think about building new skills, about challenging yourself, deepening your knowledge, and even taking necessary risks. And how it will change you as a person. That is what you start to think about. You know, the most important thing and the biggest win that happens then is a stage of self-aware narcissism. That is what actually emerges. And that is the beginning of empathy. Empathy means to share and understand the experience of another. Yes, it relates to kindness, compassion, self-awareness. It's different from sympathy though. Empathy says that if your friend loses a house, you will understand the feelings and the stress that he's going through. But you don't have to lose your house to empathize with him. Or if a loved one uh, breaks a leg, do you have to break yours in order to show how much you care? Now that would be sympathy. Empathy means to self-monitor, where you understand the difference between your world and someone else's world. How do you do that? You have to care, really care. Human connection is about caring a damn about others. Yes, that's what it's all about. So, be mindful and present when someone is, say, talking, for instance. Don't stare at your phone. Make eye contact. Listen. Be curious. Be interested. It can go a long way in making someone else feel good. And don't. Don't make it about you. That's what many people do. They take someone's story of suffering and quickly bring it back to themselves. Someone says, you know, it was so tough for me to hear that my kid had this disease. I almost collapsed. And you know, someone else will immediately say, oh, you don't know what happened to me. 
I died when I was told blah 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 blah. Not everything is about you. Another thing we tend to do is to try to fix it when someone speaks about a problem. Immediately we try to fix it. Everything can't be fixed. Everything can't be immediate. It can be about being present and learning to be comfortable with someone else's discomfort. So empathy is important. And if it is a grey area for you, work on your blockage about empathy. That would be a real win. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.